0: The following podcast is brought to you by the BICBP radio network. Hi there, everybody. Matt Johnson here of the BICBP radio network and the podcast precinct where this and many other great podcasts are being broadcast out of. I want to give a quick shout out to our official sponsor, uh, Fat Man's Pizza, located at 2712 Niagara Falls Boulevard in Tonawanda, New York. They serve great pizza subs wings and so much more food and our good friend Jeff there has been taking care of us we want to take care of him and send you our listeners his way they're open Tuesday through Sunday 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. make sure you stop in or give them a call for delivery if you live in the area (laughs) 716-693-7477 Welcome to a bonus episode of the panel discussion, your home for comic book talk every week, right here on the BICBP radio network. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts of the show, and I'm really excited to be doing this episode with you an indie spotlight. Uh, you know, I've, I've been wanting to kind of go this route for a long time and get to talk to different creators different independent creators of comic books and comic book culture and i'm very very fortunate that one of the first people that i get to do that with is a old friend from high school one of the funniest guys i've ever met uh we we go back and forth on the memes quite a bit uh but uh, (laughs) my good friend amani gregory is doing really good things for himself he is the creator of the killers not dead online comic book series amani welcome to the show my friend how are you doing
1: I'm doing fantastic. I really appreciate you having me and finding the time for me. I'm always down to have a good conversation with good people, and I'm excited for this.
0: No, this is this is awesome. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm actually I was surprised. I didn't know how like into art you were back in high school. And I've been graduated for ten years now. I think you for uh, nine. I want to say. Uh, but- so it's it's really cool to see that you're you know you're pursuing something in art. I know you're. Uh, you were in the military as well. You were a service member, so thank you for your service. But uh, Absolutely. you're, you know, passing the time with art. You know, we've, we've both kind of found our art, you know, myself in and podcasting, you and in, in drawing and comic book creating. Uh, i got to ask you, what inspired you to get into art first and foremost, and then secondly, uh, to making your own comic book?
1: So I'll tell you who inspired me, and it was um, probably my uncle. Okay. Uh, he Passed away a few years ago, so rest in peace. Sorry to hear uh, that. Oh no, he, he had a huge impact. He used to give me and my brother literally this box of comic books every year we went to Philadelphia, and it was like a box of hundreds of hundreds of issues because he was a collector of like he collected video games and comic books. And uh, I remember one of the issues that was actually given to us was the very first um, issue of the Infinity Wars. Oh and, uh, wow! Like the retro one from like the '80s, I believe. And um, it was in great condition. I kind of ruined it a little bit. Not a little <laughs> bit, but a lot. But um, I just remember how, like, kind of iconic it was because the first page of it was, like, it was a star background. Like, a show showed the galaxy. And it was just narrating, like, in this part of the galaxy, et cetera, et cetera. But each, um, each little bits of work had its own panel, and it just added to the, the dramatization of it. And it was something that couldn't be... Easily portrayed in like movies, television or even books, like comic books have their own dynamic, and that's what really made me want to get into it okay um, and I had a, a knack for storytelling, so I put the two together: art storytelling, and here I am, hopefully,
0: for many years to come. Hopefully, hopefully, so the art portion of it did you get into that when you were young? I mean, the actual fit, drawing uh, of objects, you know did you get into that when you were younger, or is this something you started in recent years?
1: I've actually been doing it for as long as I can remember. My brother uh, started, so I kind of took after him. He was my older brother, and I, you know, wanted to be like him. Right. And uh, yeah, I've been drawing for a while, and it started with uh, Dragon Ball Z. When I watched Dragon Ball Z, I was like, "Yeah, I want to draw some action shit," and I want to make it interesting.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, it's. I could, I could see that influence in some of your artwork, uh, which we'll get into in just a second. Uh, but mm-hmm. first, really, your, your comic book fandom, I guess. I always like to ask this when we have new guests on the show. Um, so, I mean, you said the Infinity, the original Infinity War. I think it was Gauntlet, actually. It would have been, it would have been Gauntlet. Yeah. Um, was yes. like one of your, the earliest ones that stand out. But uh, is there another early comic book run that really stands out to you? Do you remember your first comic book issue, perhaps, outside of that? Um, the first one I
1: bought, actually, was the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man series, which I think oh, were yeah. uh, phenomenal. I believe the uh, writer was um, Paul Dini. I can't remember, but it was a very established writer. And I believe the Ultimate series of Marvel were some of the best written comic books of all time. And I bought that
0: back in the early 2000s. So I was like a teenager. I think I, I remember that. I to take Mm-hmm. Was the first book like a Spider-Man versus Hulk? Uh, was that the fir- one of the first stories? Do you remember by chance? Uh,
1: yeah, the first story was, um, what was it? The yeah, Hobgoblin. Actually, okay. uh, Green Goblin. He was the actual goblin where he wasn't like in the
0: suit. He turned that's to the right. Goblin. Okay, okay. I Okay, I do remember that one. Okay, that's a good one. I, I, I feel like oh. I remember picking that one up. Uh now, your favorite uh, characters and, and maybe why they, uh, they're your favorite. Maybe it's a relatable factor. You know, some of those kind of just, yeah, really your favorite characters, heroes or villains, uh, and, and why you like them so much.
1: Okay, as of recently, um, my favorite characters, I got, I'd probably say three. Um, Thanos in the comics because he was just, you know, there was no, like, um, explanation to him. He just wanted to do what he wanted to do because he could do it.
0: Right. And the rest of the universe
1: had to respect it. We are like, hey, he got the affinity stones. Fair is fair, you know. If he wants to wipe out half his existence, he can't really step in. <laughs> and he actually did because he was in love
0: with Lady Death, if you remember. Yes. Yeah, that was a I cool dynamic. I, I mm-hmm. thought they were gonna explore that more in the movies, but uh, the way that they they went about it, dead, I, I'm okay. I'm actually completely okay with the way they went about it. But yeah, <laughs> oh
1: sorry, but, uh, no, you're um, good.
0: So Thanos is one.
1: Um, I gotta say, because um, a lot of other heroes they prefer their life as like you know you got the pretty girl and you got the uh, sweet job, and then at night you're kind of a superhero. Spider-Man's life, for as long as I've been reading, has been pretty shit. You know, he's <laughs> getting kicked out of apartments, can't keep a job. But he's, like, one of the most dedicated and honest heroes in, like, the Marvel-verse. Yeah. And then... But, um,
0: okay. I like it. I like right, it.
1: Gotta, yeah, I gotta say, the third is uh, Batman. Mainly because I... he doesn't have any powers. And, um... You know, this dude has fought against literal gods like he fought uh dark side he's been to hell and fought hades like an actual human being went to hell and fought you know the, the overlord of death <laughs> and he's just like cool about it he's just like all right and he has his principles like i will never kill i will never use guns we won't talk about ben athlete's uh batman uh, never <laughs> no, guns. no no
0: that never happened never happened <laughs> no, no. I, I drank it from my
1: memory it was like that avatar movie. <laughs> awful man but yeah, i gotta say those three are up there like uh, my favorites.
0: no those are great yeah. characters and i liked i like i really liked your reasonings <laughs> for those two you know that thanos yeah the the fact about thanos he kind of just did whatever he wanted uh, you know and it, there was there was a nice mystique about him. They humanized him in the movies. Uh, I think they humanized him and made yeah. him a little bit more sympathetic in the movies, which wasn't a bad thing. But uh, I do like the comic book, you know, perspective really well. Spiderman have to agree. Uh, been through some stuff, and he still stayed true to character. And 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 Batman, you know, that uh, a, a mortal. Uh, you know who fights alongside the likes of Superman, and Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman, and Aquaman, and and so many right. others, and and he hang, he can hang with them. He can hang with the best. So I think that's those mm-hmm. are great, great characters. Um, so good. It, not, no, no, I asked you too. What's your favorite comic book movie?
1: Oh, that's a that's a good one. Let me uh, sorry, I'm gonna open the door. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> Oh, uh, favorite comic book movie? I gotta be *Devil's Advocate*. Spider-Man Three. I gotta, I gotta throw oh, that out there.
0: That's bold. That's real bold. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I extremely enjoyed. I just liked how many villains there were. What he was up against. Him and Harry's uh, fight when he had the black suit on. Like, I like to see a uh, Spider-Man was like he was just like, yo, man, I'm about to just end this whole man's career. <laughs> and, Dude, he spider-sense with the with little goblin ball and threw it back at him. Like, that was cold-blooded.
0: <laughs> it was, dude. That came out around my birthday when I was in 10th, I think 10th grade. And I at the time, I thought that was the greatest thing. And I'm really glad you said that. I don't I, I don't think it gets enough love. I, I was a little no. disappointed with the way Venom was handled in that movie because Venom's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters. But at the oh, same time I, oh yeah oh yeah uh-huh. so <laughs> but i'm glad you said that because i don't hear that every day ever um so that's awesome very good uh so let's get into your work a little bit the killer's not dead uh and your first issue just came out was it very fairly, fairly recently in january In this month past month yep. uh, january 12th is when it released online Okay, uh, and I was looking through, dude, and your artwork is fantastic. Like I'm, sure. and I like how you said the part about Infinity uh, Gauntlet because it's got the starry background. Is one of the first panels in it, and it's it's beautiful. Uh, it just, I, I love it. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen your artwork I had, before. I never got you. to see your uh, artwork yeah, before so to sort see. This was pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, I had a ch- I had a channeled that. Uh
1: that prime inspiration into because uh, i think it was like a good formula to use of like just adding towards like because when you look into a space background you think of like possibilities like what's out there what world's out there what species so i just wanted to kind of have that set the stage of like okay we may be dealing with humans but there's also the universe and right. what we will get into, which is i think it was cool
0: no, I think it looks great. Um, and for the you know, for listeners' sake, what's what is this? You know, what is the killer's not dead? Uh, you know, what is it about? What what is your maybe direction for it? Uh, you know, I, I think it's an intrigue. I mean, I, graphically, it's beautiful. I read the first issue; it's a fun story, um, and I'm curious just to see where it goes. Uh, but yeah, for the listeners' sake, why don't you tell them what it's about? Okay, um, so I'll
1: start from the very beginning. Uh, When I was born, no, I'm joking. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) I had this idea since um, probably, uh, I want to say close to 2014. And I really wanted to explore what would, what an alternate earth kind of would be like. And um, my family, I grew up uh, in a religious household, Christian, and my father was a preacher. And one of the things he he did was, which was kind of cool, is like he, he questioned certain parts of the bible not just like was this real or not or just like he's just kind of questioning what could be more about it so the right. story takes place in an alternate universe i guess where the uh, tower of battle was actually a, a spaceship that tried to get people to heaven and um it didn't work so people went to different planets in the universe and kind of you know do what humans do best conquered places is there oil and, is there uh, free oil somewhere Oh, there's definitely oil on a lot of these planets and that's that's our main goal. (laughs) Oh man, that's why I'm so I'm going to the Middle East now. There's some oil over there. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I love it. um, (laughs) But uh so I just wanted to explore that aspect of like what if um people never lost no matter how sophisticated people got with science and understanding of each other and the universe, what if we still held on to the single idea that there is a God that controls everything and we're constantly trying to relate to this God figure and trying to connect with it. Even if there are no signs whatsoever, like we're just kind of like left alone with no guidance. Because nobody can really answer what is the the answer like what's the purpose of life? It could be like right. you could make you know, pretty strong argument like oh the purpose is to love you know which is can be accepted by a lot of people but um these this in this universe their purpose is essentially to fight so people have gotten to a point where they're like okay we're satisfied with where we got scientifically like we can't really bend the laws of physics anymore towards our our advantage human life is already too comfortable so let's try to get become better fighters and then there's two aspects. There's spiders and there's watchers. So the watchers kind of get a kick out of pe- seeing people fight. And then they essentially bet on, you know, inter- intergalactic wars. And it's like, it's kind of gruesome, but it's all that humanity has to offer at this point. And the main character kind of is thrown in the mix and stirs the pot. And that's all I want to say without giving away too much. I want people
0: to no, urge people fair. to read
1: it. Yeah. So uh-huh. yeah, that's what I'm at right now.
0: Very cool. I I mean, I love, I think it's a great concept, uh, but yeah, let's get into your art style too. Uh, you know, some inspirations, like I did, you did mention about the DBZ, uh, and I definitely get some anime type vibes from this. Was there any other like anime shows perhaps that maybe influence this or, or any other kind of artists or art styles that influence what you put on here? So as far
1: as artists, um, Oh, excuse me. There may be an artist that you know of. His name is Kenneth Roquefort. Or oh, Roquefort. yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, he's he is incredible, and that's one of the uh, the people that whose comics I looked out for. Like if he drew something, part of it, I bought it. And he did a series for uh, Top Cow called uh, Madame Mirage. It was a six part series, and I loved it. Um, as far as uh, anime artists go, I would say which is I'm not sure if it's a it's American animation or it's anime, but uh, the Last Airbender, Avatar. Okay. I think they They really, they really did a good job of putting you into their world, like with the scenery, with the even like their languages, their cultures. All of it was conveyed through their art style, and it did a really good job of. you know, Yeah,
0: putting I you can there. see that too. Like I now that you mentioned that, like I look at the coloring and and the way a lot of things, are, and that's I can definitely see influence from that.
1: No, appreciate that. I, it, uh, the creators are Brian DiMartino Martin or uh, Brian D. Martino and Mike. I can't, I can't remember, but uh, yeah, the creators of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Phenomenal, phenomenal writers and artists.
0: Oh, with without a doubt. Uh, so the main character. Let's talk about the main character a little bit. Uh, you know, is there personal representation obviously it's well documented artists are a reflection of life is there a personal representation in your main character
1: Uh yes i just um i wanted i wanted kind of a global representation towards uh my art and uh one of the the um the areas that aren't represented enough are uh black women it's just in terms of uh comic books because uh black women have you know representation and you know a lot of aspects but uh, you know Not having comic books so yeah that, that yeah, yeah no and uh, every every once in a while there will be I don't want to say a bone thrown towards them but just like you know just for just for the sake of inclu- inclusion and it's done purposefully but what um, what I wanted to do was just start off with a black female lead and kind of uh you know, just explore what, like, how the world views them. And it can be in a positive light, and it can be both negative. And that could be what, you know, any individual on this planet. Like, people see you positively off that. People see what you're capable of negatively off that. And because um, I hate I hate it when people put you in a box, and it's like, oh, you're in a sports, you're that guy with the jersey at the bar. I'm like, no, yeah. that's not me, that's not my entire life. So You're, that's I want to burn the box, essentially. Like, I want to get rid of preconceived notions of people and show that, like, because the character, the main character is a, a very calm and calculated person. They're not quick to anger. She's a, like a public speaker towards peace for the, uh, the warring nations. And when you hear uh, of, like, politicians, you don't really think of women or black women or women of color, even. And if you do, people think of uh, AOC as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and it's like a negative connotation related with that. So right. I wanted no. somebody to represent, yeah. But I wanted someone to represent, like, somebody being badass and, like, somebody fight, you know, and tell a good story. So that's the reason why I chose that.
0: No, I, I think that's a great dynamic. Uh, you know, as we're getting into February myself and my co-host Greg, uh, we're getting into our black history month aspect of it. And we're trying to look at different characters to really, uh, look at and reflect. And, and, and like you said, there's a very, it's very slim pickings, uh, with, Mm -hmm. with black, with black females. It's, it's, it's very slim pickings. So I, I, I love the inspiration, you know, from that route. Um, You know, it's 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 good. It's transcending. And I like the powerful and and strong uh, vibes given. It's not, you know, like like you said, not in a box, uh, which I think is a great perspective. It's not like the status quo or uh, or, you know, just this generalized thinking that uh, everybody else has. I think it's 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 great. um, And I really, really like the direction of it. So. um, Thank you. what are your future, like? What are your plans with this? How far? I mean, obviously, you, you want to keep continue to do comic books. Do you want this to be an ongoing thing? Are you going? Do you plan on doing uh spinoff books or, or additional storylines and different characters?
1: Um, yeah, glad you asked. Um, so like, uh, spinoff books, uh, I want it to be in a novel form, towards like a sequel. I want the comic book to keep going until completion. And uh, my, you know, ultimate dream of what this can become is a TV show, hopefully. And I want to bring back the, uh, the looks of traditional animation because you know you get to, lately it's been more towards uh, CG animation, and nothing's wrong with that. But I grew up on you know traditional people getting down with pencil and paper and animating that way. So I kind of right. wanted to bring it back.
0: No, I I think that's a great vision, my friend. I think you have the I. I don't think I know that you have the talent uh, to be able to pull this off. I really, truly do. I'm I'm very, very proud of you, uh, you know, for taking on this. This this. I mean, it, it is it, it is a challenge. It's a lot of work. But I, I know that you totally are up enough. to this, uh, which is which is awesome, um, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you for giving me the time uh, to talk to you about your comic book. This is. Oh, absolutely. This
1: is, I really this is, enjoy this.
0: Oh, and you're more than welcome back anytime if you want to hop on you know it just shoot me a message it's seriously seriously as easy as that you're more than welcome to join us um you know in any comic book talks if you just want to talk about you want to talk about anything just please send us a message we got me and my friend greg uh we have different themed episodes all the time so uh we'll get you up to speed and, and you're more than welcome to join us
1: all right that sounds sounds like fun man i'm not enough not enough people talk about comic books and um I'm always looking for them circles.
0: No, happy happy to be doing that. Uh lastly before we uh, finish up this episode, where can uh the listeners find your yourself on social media as well as the Killer's Not Dead comic?
1: All right, so you can find me at the Killer's Not Dead No Spaces, no underscores. Um on Instagram. I'm there, I'm active and uh, you can just reach out to me if you you know, ever want to talk or just talk about ideas? Um, and I'm also on this app called Tapas, T-A-P-A-S, which is an actually, you know, really cool community of comic book artists where they try to get out their stuff. And I n- never heard of it until the past few months. And yeah, it's a really cool community. Um, there's an app on both app stores, you know, Apple Store and uh, Google Play. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm there. You can you can always find me. Killer's not dead. Instagram. Killer's not dead. On top
0: of excellent, excellent, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Amani Gregory. Thank you so much once again, and uh, please, oh, yeah. please go support his book. Uh, you know, there's in this day and age, you know, the, there's there's a lot of people who aspire to do great things. Uh, you know, myself and podcasting, Amani and art, and you know, so many other people, so many people at the local level, and it's not until people make it big that everybody, you know, once somebody makes it big, everybody wants to hop on the bandwagon. Uh, I can, I can guarantee and vouch that this is something you want to hop on right now. Uh, and, and really is to support your local independent artists. What, no matter what they do, uh, you know, it's trust me, it goes a long way, a like, a share, a read. It goes such a long way for, for people who, put themselves out dude in twenty twenty it's so hard to put yourself out there. It's very difficult. Um but mm-hmm. you know, artists like, you know, Amani here, uh, you know, definitely deserve your recognition and uh and your attention. That is for sure. But, Thank you, man. Uh, of course. Is there uh anything else you want to say in closing? Uh do you want to say R I P Kobe Bryant? That
1: was yes. pretty shocking. Like that was that took me left field. Like I Man. but for the impact that he's made on the world I'm, I'm more happy about that he is he will always be remembered no matter what and you know death is a part of life so I pray for his family his fans because people say you never met him it's just like you don't know how inspired I was by this man so yes I actually did meet him I met his presence so
0: yes you know God bless
1: Kobe. God bless his family and I really appreciate you Matt Johnson God bless you for having me on this this uh, podcast I really appreciate that
0: Oh, dude, my absolute pleasure. Uh, All right, that is it for this bonus episode. Once again, please check out The Killer's Not Dead. And uh, thank you so much, everybody, for your support right here on the panel discussion. We will talk to you next week, myself and Greg, with some Black History Month. And uh, we're also our focal point characters, Spawn and Static Shock. Till next time, we'll talk to you later.